you need to be drunk again and then reread your notes. Or I need to put my glasses on and then maybe it will make sense because I can't see I can't see what I'm typing on my phone if I have my glasses on. Okay. So I drive with my glasses on so I never text and drive. Like I can't. That's smart. Because like I have to wear my glasses down here and like. So um, we're pod nasty women. We are pod nasty women. We're back. It's a feminist podcast. That's right. And we're back. We had a little break, a little sabbatical. We did. But I'm wearing my concert tee today. I got all pumped up wearing <laughs> like my Pod it. Nasty Women shirt like when people wear jerseys to a Phillies game. I, I think it's good. Yeah. You're rooting for the home team right now. <laughs> I, I certainly am. Mm-hmm. I missed it. You know, we had initially talked about taking a break through the month of June and we just couldn't do it. We Mm-mm. couldn't be away from you guys that long. No. We missed it. Yeah. And there's so much to talk about. Absolutely. Especially after having a couple weeks break. We uh-huh. have a lot to fill you all in on totally starting with uh pride yes pride happy pride Mm -hmm. happy pride yeah it's a good one pride month is still going on so you know pretty much every major city is going to have like uh you know different events and things going on throughout the entire month there's still shit going on in philly i saw media pride on the 30th Uh june 30th that looks like fun i bet that would be fun do they do it right in the downtown area yeah all the shops and stuff are yeah there's like uh there's like a promenade in the middle of media okay it's such a it. cute i love media it's Me so too. cute oh my god we should all so do great. dinner there it's just it's far enough where it's inconvenient and it would be like oh it's a fucking long uber ride yeah you know what i mean or so somebody has to dd totally but now you know gavin has his license now yeah but he doesn't dd dd through the summer he does oh he is yeah he's been here Oh, he's he been working. He's back at the diner working. Oh, you're kidding. No, he's it's been here. It's going well. It's going really well. Where's he stay? In his brother's room. Mm. Yeah. That's it's going exciting. Well. Mm-hmm. He's doing good. He's working. He's making money. They've got him doing literally everything really? there. From bu- he'll bus. He'll serve. He'll, he does the fountain. He cooks sometimes. Oh, that's awesome. They've trained him to do everything. That's really cool. And they love him over there. And I'm almost certain he's got a girlfriend over there. Like from last time. Oh, really? Uh-huh. All I think right. there's a girl, so... But he won't tell me any of that, of course. Of course not. Why would he? Right. So yeah, back to Pride. Oh yeah, staring the ship. Yeah, (laughs) it was a it was a really fun time. My my favorite part about Pride was um, being on the subway ride in with all of those kids. It was like all young people, Mm -hmm. and it was really cool. Like, would you say they were teens? I would call them. I don't know. Late teens. Certainly adolescents. Uh Late adolescents. Mm They were cool. They were cool. They were very excited. And I love that. I love to see people in their skin. Like, you know, even for a little further back in time, even I graduated in 02 Mm -hmm. and there were very few kids that were out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There were a couple where you suspected it, but even still it was like nobody was really out. You know, it took in 93, certainly nobody was out. Right. So these kids, I see these kids now, particularly like uh, middle school and they had like a graduation ceremony mm-hmm. and there, there are a few trans kids in her class, in her grade. And I'm thinking, this is amazing that kids are comfortable in who they are and rec- I don't know, recognizing this and owning it and being so brave and at yeah. such an early age. Yeah. And to have the space to be who they are absolutely and for the most part like the schools are very supportive like there's always room for growth there's always going to be problems there's always going to be people that you know are a little bit slower jumping on board the progression train Mm -hmm. but overall it's pretty supportive i think you'd have to be like a real asshole to not support people's rights in general we went to 
our library had our town's library had a drag queen story hour. Yep. And this is the third annual event that they've had. This is the first one that garnered national attention from the Catholic right. And so there were people that were coming to our town from all over the country. And it's a considerably small town. Yeah. It's a, it's a Philly suburb for those who aren't familiar with where we're at. Yeah. A hundred thousand people max. Right. So they were coming from all over the country to speak at our commissioner's meeting, which is the most boring thing you can sit through. Uh Uh-huh. And they came out in droves trying to get the commissioners to step in on the library hosting this story hour. Okay, for one thing, no, the library is completely independent of the of politics of this town. Correct. So there's nothing that the commissioners of our town could do to stop it. But they came out and talked about it anyway. And then they came to a meeting, the board meeting of the library, which is also extremely boring. Typically, they talk about the budget and which meeting did you attend? The library meeting. Okay, and it was packed. Remember when we went to the um, gay history night? Yes, it was in that room. It was in that room, and it was packed, and it was like maybe sixty forty. Really, sixty in support of Drag Queen Story Hour and. 40 in support of not having that. I mean, for the majority of the videos that I saw of that, because I didn't attend Mm -hmm. the meeting, for the majority of the videos, it seemed a lot of what I was hearing was anti. I think that that was the point of that video that that kid made was to say, like, this is still going on and look at our people here in Havertown. So beautiful. So a local, I believe he's a local, um, made a... Young man. Yes. Like seven, maybe 19. Right. And he made, he made a YouTube video that Sia posted on the Pod Nasty Facebook page that, oh, I, you got to check it out because he really did a beautiful job on that video, mm-hmm. but it's, he's cut a few of the, what do you call him a speech? What do you call him? Oh, that was from the commissioner's meeting. Oh, that was the commissioner's meeting. Yeah. Because they video that, um, because it's public access. Okay. So they have to video that they didn't video the library meeting. Got it. Okay. I feel like the commissioner's meeting was a bit more like more, a little more aggressive than the library one. Okay. Um, but the library meeting I felt had a lot more skin in the game because it's what's going on in their library. And that board of directors was like, guess what? We're having this, whether you like it or not, we're only listening to you as a courtesy. Good. Pretty much. Great. We're non-political, but we believe in equal rights and yes, everybody comes that in the, the video. That's everybody right. comes to this library. We don't force you to read every single book on the shelf. You pick what you want and you ignore the rest. Bingo. That's what the president of the board said. That's right. And these people, you know, these people never show up when the library is in need of donations. All right. And right. Yeah, these people don't show up. Now they have a good reason to excuse themselves from donating to the library. Right. So what ended up happening out of all of that, was a full-on protest yeah, which outside was awesome. of the library. Yeah. So there was, you know, both sides. I actually saw on Periscope that same day, there were a few of those protests going on all over. I saw one happening in Texas um, where someone was on Periscope recording it, but they were on the other side. They were on the anti-Drag Queen Story oh, Hour. Oh, really? They were on the Catholic side. They were. Only it was a lot less Catholic going on and a lot more Christian. I mean, they're in Texas. Yeah. I think location has a lot to do with sure. it. Sure. Because where we're at, you know, the, the, the alt-right. Conservative, conservative are all Catholic. Exactly. We don't have like that Baptist. Exactly. Where um, if we were in the South, you know. Ecu- uh, what is it called? Um, not ecumenical. 
evangelical evangelical yeah see i can't even think of it because it's so foreign because <laughs> uh-huh. to us like catholic is what's really right very conservative right and like your world you've been familiar with catholicism mm-hmm. where i know the evangelical right. world that's been that was my world scary totally. either way it's very scary either way. yeah i'm curious though like watching all those people so during that protest it was primarily the Catholic group, whatever mm-hmm. that group was called. Do you remember what the name Hitler of Hitler Youth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. The dude that was dressed in the suit mm-hmm. with the red sash over his chest. It was no very Hitler chic going on. It was. <laughs> it was. It was weird. not good. I, it made me feel uncomfortable. Me I didn't too. Like it I was like. And he was holding a flag that I didn't recognize. It was like a red, red flag. banner Some, with a eagle or whatever. It was like a, a lion. lion. Uh-huh. A lion. Right. Uh, somebody posted on one of the facebook groups about what it was and yeah it's like a really alt-right catholic, catholic. group mm-hmm. yeah so they what they were doing was playing ave maria on the fucking bag <laughs> bagpipes over and over again what a boring party like i don't ever want to be in a party where everybody's upset we're on the sad bagpipe <laughs> side i want to be on the side where people are blowing bubbles you know what they do with bagpipes they play them at funerals it was just so gross. The big, huge banner that said something along the lines of God, let the children not be perverted. Right. Like by drag queens. But what I never No protest see, at the seminary. Exactly. What I never see is these huge protests happening when another priest gets busted. Like what, where, what about that perversion? They don't care. Yikes. You, know you just go to I confession. You, you just go to confession and you're absolved. Yep. According to some people. Well, that's actually the Catholic church says that. That's the thing. And that's how people Ooh. who, yeah, that's how gay people who commit sin that's and hate hard. other gay people get away with it uh-huh. is because they <laughs> can just confess to their sin and they're forgiven. It reminds me of the um, girl interrupted scene with Angelina Jolie. She's like, just confess your sins and you're cured. <laughs> it's true. Uh-huh. It's very, gross. Very true. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So it was, it was really cool though, like to see how many of our people came and what I loved was I was really scanning hard that other group cause I wanted to be front and center during that. I know. Um, and you ran right by me. Yeah. You were like, I'm here for the protest. See you. It's like, <laughs> love you. Bye. Hi. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be up front. Yeah. I love the guy with the didgeridoo. Oh, with the, with the sparkle beard. Yeah. So yeah. every time that they would start into another, what do you call him? Them? Another, or Hail Mary? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Is that what they're doing? They're yeah. doing Hail Mary. Praying the rosary. Yikes. So every time they would start doing that, he would start didgeridooing. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. I love it. That's so great. <laughs> yeah. I did yeah. go in and get to see the drag queen performer read a book. Uh-huh. And uh, I got to tell you, I've seen drag queens, and this was a extremely understated drag queen i wonder if that was done intentionally so i guess i guess i mean dressed like a first lady you know what i mean like understated you know white suit white pantsuit um pink high heels Uh uh-huh makeup yeah like really dressed like a first lady type outfit totally i um i was like oh no (laughs) i have a friend who i i sent that video when i saw the video that the young man made i sent that uh to this friend of mine and they said, uh, oh, I know that guy. That's his real name. His Ma- it's Matthew. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. It was really yeah not very scary. No. And all no. the kids had a great time. 
Yeah. They're just, listen, like they're just there to hear a story. But what was great was because it got so much attention, Mm -hmm. they ended up having to do two story times. So, I mean, it just, really, they're doing the hard work for us. (laughs) They're doing the heavy lifting. Yeah. I was yelling, gays love free press. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been binging uh, any good good shit lately? So many. Lay it on me. Okay. So, uh, are you listening to the Ballad of Billy Balls? Yeah, I had been. I had. I, okay, well, like it's not getting even halfway go- it's through. It's really getting good now. Okay, you have to get. I, I know the mom's voice is very irritating, and that's hard to listen to. Uh-huh. But the story is so good, and Io's story is so good. Once they start talking about their dad, and like to their dad, right? It it gets really good. Okay, it gets really good. Awesome. So oh, I listened to that. That's very good. Um. Pete from Delco recommended The Shrink Next Door. Yes. Which I had been listening to already, but he must have binged it because, oh my God, it's so good. I need to get back into listening Dude, to it. Dude, it is so good. It's a really... Okay, so it's there's like nothing shocking. There's nothing like outrageous. It's very insidious and it's very interesting how this doctor uh-huh. like really inserted himself into patients' lives and like would sort of take over as much as he could or like he just took what he wanted wild yeah it's really good and this guy who was you know like abused by his doctor right his reasoning is just really it's really wild okay it's great it's really awesome so loved that and um confronting oj simpson oh it's very good it's kim goldman and nancy glass no way yeah okay so Kim Goldman is telling the story. She's talking a lot about Ron and a lot about what happened around the case that could have gone better. It's like a, what should have happened, right? Where did it all go wrong? She interviews everybody, Marsha Clark. She interviews oh um, Kato Kalin. Stop it. Yeah. She interviews. Why have I not even heard oh a my preview God, for this? So good. This... It's, this is Wondery. Oh, Wondery. awesome. Yeah. Okay. So confronting OJ Simpson, do yourself a favor. It is so good. gangster capitalism wrapped up that was very good Mm -hmm. i did listen to that and which is a story so everybody's familiar with that story gangster capitalism is about uh, the college admission scandal exactly yeah which everybody kind of had a vague idea of what that was about but no i don't think anybody's surprised but it goes a lot deeper than even i had any idea i was shocked it's really about that one guy um, the, the mastermind, Rick right. Singer, right. who was like the mastermind of the whole thing. That is very, very good. I mean, you hear about the college admission scandal and you're like, okay, yeah, like duh. of course rich families pay their way the, into yeah. school. Exactly. But, but it's like, he's using people's like gray area ethics uh-huh. and even making them like, oh, they were, um, uh, what is the thing? What is the word called? Uh, bosun what is the word for uh, coxswain coxswain he was even making up and saying like oh this person this kid is a was a coxswain and on their row team their school didn't even have a fucking row team so they take a spot for someone who actually trained and worked their ass off but didn't have the privilege of being white and wealthy right you know to get their foot in the door right kickers for football teams and like it and and um really manipulating people's greed in order to have them like relax their ethics. Absolutely. And then like the fact that they read the actual phone transcripts from when they started wiring each other to bust one another and hearing like Lori Laughlin's conversation. Uh I'm like, wow, this is really fucking shady and dark and 
horrible. People actually do this shit. Sure. I'm a parent. You're a parent. Would you ever go to those? I mean, even like, let's just dial that down, like from college admission with a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Would you ever like bribe somebody to like lie to your kid about anything? To get them into an Ivy League school? To get them into anything. Like say your son wanted to get a job mm-hmm. and you were like, you could get him the job. Not and for you a said, job. I got, so you're like, all right, dude, I, I know you, my son's coming for a job. Just give him the job. Don't tell him I got the job for him. Right. Would you even do that? Maybe. And maybe. don't tell him that I got him the job? Maybe. Like lie to him? Really? Yeah. Maybe not lie to him, but omit 100%. And if I were Why? that, if I were Lori Laughlin rich, would I, would I be fucking pulling some shady shit to get my kid into Ivy League, an Ivy League but school? would you care? 100%. But would you care? Wouldn't you rather your kid be successful at college? In of a college course. that they could earn their way into? But what if they can't? You know, like these kids weren't getting then high they could go SAT to Sac State. I know, I know, but at the same they time, they could go to like, Westchester. This like, is and be successful. It's a shitty thing. It's totally shitty. But I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you that if I were that I stinky, never. rich, and wealthy, oh yeah, don't go to college. Oh, yeah. Fucking don't go to college. Do whatever you want. What do you got to go to college for? If I'm wealthy and I'm leaving you my money, sure. Fuck that. <laughs> Unless you really want to go for some reason. Unless you really want to go. Like, what difference does it make if you're wildly wealthy and your kid doesn't go to college? I don't know. I just feel like it. Oh, if it opens up an opportunity. Like it, it doesn't. Would, Nothing. If, she, she's spending. Dude, if they went to Yale Law. I well, don't they know. have to fucking pass their classes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so they may be in over their head, but then that shit's on them. Like, it, I, got you in the, I got you into the door, no, no. you asshole. <laughs> no, they have to get themselves in so they don't fail. I know that morally and ethically you are absolutely <laughs> right. I know that this I is can't a shitbag thing. Fucking absolutely. <laughs> but again, you're talking to me who, like, I already have insecurities about a lack of, you know, higher education and like that, that I already hold that. It's such an untouchable thing that the thought of me being able to pull strings, if I had that money to put my kids into the best schools, so the best job opportunities, but fucking absolutely. But I wouldn't, wouldn't you I want them to lie. be in a school that fits them so that they're successful if you think that education is that high a standard don't you want them to get the best education that is worth it for them ethically yes but morally, not even yes. Ethi- not even ethically and morally like if you put let's say you let's pick Lori Lachlan's kids sure totally disinterested in doing class completely yeah so if you put her at Yale where it's highly competitive she will fail these kids were getting like 1200s on their SATs yeah. and he was paying people to get 1540s. Uh-huh. So they're getting into these colleges like Harvard and Yale where they should be going to, you know, like Westchester and Cabrini. So that's a great or Villanova even. But mm-hmm. those are schools where they can compete with that kind of intellect. It's a great point. And yes, but there's still part of me that believes that if you're intelligent enough to get an SAT score that would send you to Villanova or Drexel or Penn, those are great schools. Yeah. If you have got an SAT score that's high enough for that, I believe that you can do it at Yale, at Harvard, at Columbia. I, I, I totally believe that you can. I, I don't think, think it's more so. of a challenge, but I think... I think that you're working at a different level and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because okay? I've done a lot of different universities and college and different educational settings okay and as an adult for the past five years i've been in six years have been in school pretty much full-time okay with breaks here and there so 
Delaware County Community College was difficult for me because it was a totally new, new to me concept is nursing, totally new to me. Right. I have zero medical background until I went to nursing school. So it's all very hard. But intellectually speaking, not very difficult. Right. Right. So, but that's community college. Okay. And it's a really good rigorous program. I highly recommend going to community college, especially if you lack the, what's the word I'm looking for? Confidence to per, to perform well at school. Okay. Okay. It's easy. Then I went to Westchester. That's a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. And now I went to Westchester Graduate School, and that was a little bit harder. And now I got into Drexel for my graduate program for nurse practitioner Surprise! for women's health. Yes! Yay! <laughs> New news. So I'm Breaking in. news. I'm in. Uh-huh. Um, I talked to my admissions counselor, and she said, congratulations, you're in. And I said, oh, yeah, thanks. And she was like, "Did you? do you know how hard it was to get in here? And I said, no. And she said, we had over 1,000 applicants, and we took 50. Stop She said, this it. is an accomplishment. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Gave me the goosebumps amazing. too. So I anticipate that being harder. Yeah. But if I were to go at 17 to Harvard, I would have 100% failed. I failed at Syracuse and that wasn't that hard. Okay. You know, like it's a matter of degrees. Like, are you that prepared when you leave high school to work that hard? Some kids are. I doubt Lori Lachlan's kids were. My right. kids certainly wouldn't be. If I was able to get dug into Harvard, he would fail out. I will agree with you on that. Like, I will say that I know that not all children are really cut out for that. Not that they're not cut out for it. It's just that I think that it's not right for some people. Right. And, you know, I look at my own kids and there are some of my own kids I think it would be perfect for and others I don't. I think it would be more of a detriment mm-hmm. and a waste of money and their time for something that I don't think that they would I don't think that they would excel at because it's not their thing. Right. It's now imagine thing. you're wildly wealthy. Yeah. And you know that all of your, inha- all of your wealth is going to go to them anyway. True. So, okay. So what do you send them college for just fucking go get a job, go be an influencer, whatever. Leave me right. alone. Go get an apartment. So in See that ya. case, particularly with like my oldest, um, I would say, Rather than spending a bunch of money to send him to an Ivy League, mm-hmm. I might instead set him up. A, like, think about what he's into. Oh, you're into running a business? I'll exactly. open you a little coffee shop or something. Exactly. Take that $300,000 and buy him a house. Right. Right. And that's money well spent. Mm-hmm. And then when he's older and he figured it out, you can go back to community college. Yeah, that's fair. I get that part. Right? Yeah. I mean, why even bother with the whole college thing? And a lot of it. If you listen to gangster capitalism, a lot of it is like keeping up with the Joneses. It's all keeping up with the Joneses. It has nothing to do with the kids and what the kids want and how smart the kids are. Like that's really completely secondary. It's like, oh, my kid's going to USA. Yep. Which is fascinating. Like you're buying them in for your own status. uh, Status, right? Sure. Exactly. That's what I'm looking for. Absolutely. Crazy, right? know it really is. And hearing those transcripts was bananas. (sighs) He'd be like, uh, I heard you got so-and-so's kid, uh, 16, 10, like, right. What, what's my money going to, you know what I mean? How much is it going to cost? Why didn't my kid get that? Right. I yeah. remember that episode too. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been listening to. Um, I've been binging pose. So good. Have you started watching the new handmaid's tale? Uh, yes. I watched the whole <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> so the new season started on Hulu. Oh, right. It's a season I'm getting caught up. Oh, okay. I'm at the, I'm at the, uh, end with the last episode. Like, yeah, I'm you're up to, all I'm caught, caught up. up. Yeah. Same. 
because the fifth episode just came mm-hmm. out. So, mm-hmm. so good. Still equally so terrifying, good. but such a great show. Really oh, good show. Such a good show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Did you watch Murder Mystery? Oh, you watched it with I did. Ian. I watched it with Ian. Did you know 30 million people watched it opening weekend on Netflix? Knock it off. Yep. Wow. Is that crazy? Dude. If it opened in the movies, it would be right down the t- toilet. Netflix is the future. I will totally. happily pay more money. Like, And they're getting big name actors that in movie their movies. That movie was great. And I was talking about it with the family because the whole family watched it. Okay. And it was like a good old fashioned madcap murder mystery. Fair it's like enough. a really yeah. good old fashioned movie. Great. Like, Enjoyable. Perfect for kids our kids' age. Right. It's a little bit racy, uh-huh. but it's very funny. And right. you have to figure out who did it. Yeah. Totally. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I thought it was good for a family. Oh, did you happen to watch the Bonnie and Clyde movie that Netflix put out? It was an original Netflix movie, but they used like, I think Kevin Costner was in it and some other, Mm-mm. oh, um, Woody Harrelson. These are two major actors and that was a Netflix original movie. When did that come out? Uh, a couple months ago. Mm-mm. It was so good. Oh, really? Super good. I didn't right. really know the whole story of Bonnie and Clyde. So good. Watch it. All right. And cool. Yeah. Those Netflix originals, man. I'd much rather stay at home. Oh, yeah, agree. Yeah. You know, there should be a movie theater that just plays Netflix, right? <laughs> the, the times like there have been. What did we see? We I took the kids to see something fairly recently, and while we were in the movie theater, like something happened where I didn't quite hear it, and I'm like instinctively reaching for my remote to rewind it. I'm like, <laughs> oh fuck, I'm at the movie theater, and I paid like a billion dollars to be here, right? And I can't even rewind it. And I had to put pants on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Very funny. Do you have a rose and a thorn? Um, so my rose is really getting into my Drexel program. Yeah. Um, my a hell of a rose. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Um, not too much of a thorn. I think that I um, got a little too drunk at Pride, so I don't remember much of it. <laughs> so okay. that's sort of my thorn. Like, I wish that I remembered a lot more of it. I will tell you, I think you had a great time. You look <laughs> like you had so much fun. <laughs> we ran into Nikki and Jen at um, Elvez. Oh, you did? Yeah. I really, I should have gone to Elvez and met up with you guys, but I feel like it would have been the beginning of round two. It, Instead of going it, home, it maybe I think it would have, have been, but. Back off again. No, I don't know. I was ready to go after Elvez. We got our pictures done and then I was ready to go. I don't remember much about it, but I did make it to work the next day. I worked the next day as well, but not until like two in the afternoon. Oh dear. I had an afternoon job, which is actually I'm okay with because it gave me the whole morning to recover. I could sleep in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was a good time. Happy pride. Happy pride. (laughs) So all in all, I think June's been pretty good. Yeah. Especially with all of the pride stuff that we've been doing. I would say um, my rose was probably that trip on the subway too when yeah. we were on our way to Pride. Huh. I thought that that was a really cool thing, and it I was liked cool. I liked how Dave got a little bit emotional over the hearing about the hugs, the yeah. dads that give hugs for those at Pride who <laughs> need so a dad sweet. hug. I loved that, and yeah, those kids that were just pumped and <clears> out there really just being excited. themselves. That was really cool. Uh, and then my thorn, ugh. I had a nail in my tire and I was determined to fix it all myself. So not only was I <laughs> determined to take the tire off and the nail out, but I wanted to plug the tire, the mm-hmm. hole in the tire myself. And, uh, I tried plugging that tire for about two and a half hours, finally asked for help and 
he couldn't get it either. Our, our friend sent her husband. I sent everybody a text like, I need to borrow somebody's husband for like five minutes. I need some, <laughs> I upper, just, body I need some upper body. That's all I need. Yeah, but couldn't get it. And I felt defeated. And I was thinking, I bet my therapist would have a lot to say watching me do this. Like watching me <laughs> to the point where I'm bleeding. blistered and bleeding yeah. and crying because I have to, I know in my heart that I have to eventually ask for help. And this is how bad I don't want to ask for help. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, That's, there's probably... <laughs> Well, you could also rely on us not to bust into your house in the middle of the night and yell fire. Like you, maybe that's, like, like you don't want to rely brothers. on anybody because you never know when right. you're going to be called fire. Exactly. Oh my God. So that was my thorn. Is and the then fact you that took I... it and then you took it to the tire shop and it took him 10 seconds and $10. Yep. So really stupid. And I could barely move at work the next day. Cause your I was hands so, so sore. Bad. Yeah. It was like my oh, whole, my whole body dude, just from like squatting over that fucking tire. <laughs> just, oh my God. You should, I was screaming the names of like all the feminist pioneers that came before <laughs> me, like trying to fucking struggle with this plug. You're calling on the, uh, the, Oh yeah. Strength of the four I truly mothers. was. Yep. I really was it didn't help in the end, but that's okay. You know, sometimes we have to ask for help and there's bravery in that too. Yeah, I guess. So, <laughs> right, I guess, whatever. <laughs> That's just something weak people say. <laughs> I, I don't know. I ask for help all the time. So I, I don't feel very brave when I do it. Oh, it just sucks. I wanted to fucking do it. I wanted to do it on my own. Yeah. Just couldn't do it. So that was my thorn. Couldn't do it. But you did do it. You paid, you threw some money at it and that fixed the problem. I did do it. Just like college admission scandal. That was right. some money at it and the problem is <laughs> <right>. fixed. <laughs> That's right. So yeah. So that's that. Yeah. Should we jump in? Sure. So we did a lot of chit chat and I don't know how much time we're going to have for um, this topic, but okay. it's, um, you know, the new election cycle is starting up now uh-huh. and it's already, um, you know, it's already problematic and I'm trying to like pace myself so that I don't get overwhelmed. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of us are going to feel that way in the next year and a half. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It'll be like a year and a half before next November. Yep. So... Um, while we are paying attention to politics and what we're reading and what we're hearing from the candidates themselves, we need to keep in mind um, the term gaslighting. Yes. Okay. So I've been thinking about this for a while, especially in regards to Donald Trump. He's a master gaslighter. Mm-hmm. He's got people believing that he's got people still chanting, lock her up and build the wall. Because it's a... Slogan. He's made it a slogan and that's all that matters is the slogan is the fact that these, the people that still support him for whatever reason, find him relatable and he hates the same thing, you know, like Megan McCain and, um, joy got into Uh it on the view a little bit this week because, you know, because fucking politics, but Megan McCain had said that she made a point that I agreed with, and that was, it's not necessarily that these people, there are plenty that love him, which is insane to me, Yes, but there are a lot that do, but it's not even that all those who voted for him love him. It's that they hate the same things that he hates. Right. Brown people, black people. Right. Immigrants. You know what I mean? Women. women. <laughs> right. right. Gays, you know? Yeah. People who are different than So instead of loving white, everything the same. They hate they the hate, same. Yeah. He has a broad, like, kill them all, let God sort them out sort of mentality. Bingo. And the P 
people who hate each individual thing right. number greater than numbered greater than who would, came out to vote last time. Right. Thanks. Yeah. He's totally the worst. I mean, the worst. <laughs> just, I mean, it just is like crazy. So, and he's not the only person who's going to be gaslighting us. Like, let's not forget that we have a primary on the Democrat side. Uh-huh. So everything that you see is specifically geared to brainwash you into their way of thinking. So right. with all that being said, we're going to give you some I want to give you the 11 warning signs of gaslighting. Perfect. Okay. Love this. So let me, I want to read you the definition of gaslighting. Okay. Because people use, like, people throw around these terms a lot, but this is from the Washington Post. Uh, They do throw around gaslighting a lot. Just like nowadays you hear, like, he's such a narcissist. Right. Or, oh my God, I have such OCD. uh Uh, No, the fuck you don't. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) Right. If you face. know somebody who has OCD, you would never say that. Exactly. Exactly. Or I'm obsessed. Okay. Right. OCD. I don't like it. Right. You're not OCD if your carpet is is, is vacuumed every day. That's like tidy. Exactly. It's not OCD. <laughs> Sit down. Yeah. <laughs> Sit down, Karen. <laughs> That's enough out of you. <laughs> okay. So um, from the Washington Post, this is a very specific accu- accusation to gaslight someone isn't just to lie to them or manipulate their emotions. It's a deliberate attempt to deceive someone into questioning their own perception of reality. So this is from a movie in the 1940s called Gaslight, where the husband is like hiding something in the attic and like dimming the lights. He's like driving his wife crazy by making her question her her own sanity her, her what she's seeing is what she's seeing real right okay so that's where the whole thing comes from so 11 warning signs of gaslighting is that they tell blatant lies you know it's a lie they know it's a lie but they are standing by it right like you both know that they're lying but they're not going to change what they're saying so vehemently that you begin to go holy shit I wait think, did i did i make it yeah did i do that have you ever been gaslighted in your life I don't think so. I have. You have. Okay. A hundred percent. My ex-husband gaslighted me really badly. Like okay. made me believe what was happening in my life was something other than what was actually happening. Wow. And so badly that I sometimes still think like, like if something goes on at work, yeah. you know, I think to myself, did that, ha- did I make that happen? Was that me? Did I do that? Wow. Like still in my head. And That's this awful. is, you know, 20 years later. Wow. Um, okay. So they then deny they ever said something, even though you have proof. This is the, it wasn't me. Uh huh. Like, you know, I kind of want to watch this movie now. What, what movie? Oh, Gaslight. Gaslight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's from 1944. I'm sure it's a real snooze fest. I'm into those. I watch them like every night. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh. Turner classic movies. You would have gotten along night. with my mother. Ugh. it's, but no, no, uh, musicals though. There's lots of musicals on that. Very few musicals. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. Moving right along. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they use Steer what the is ship. near and dear to you as ammunition. So again, to make you question your reality, they'll like use your kids against you or use your goals against you or right. use what anything you, you know, feel positive about yourself. They'll like backhand compliment you. Right. What's you know, an, what's an example of that? I'm trying to understand this better. So it, it says here, if you have kids, they tell you that you should not have had those children. They will tell you you'd be a worthy person if only you didn't have a long list of negative traits. So, yeah. So that's what I mean by backhanded compliment. Like, mm-hmm. well, I don't care what anybody says about you. I think you're all right. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's no. 
Got it. What do you mean? What are people saying about me? Right. Where it, it on the outside, it's wrapped up with a pretty bow that's right. supposed to make it look like a compliment, but it makes you feel bad inside. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Got it. Okay. They wear you down over time. Their actions don't match their words. So they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go to the grocery store after work and then don't. Or yeah, I'll give you $200 on Friday and they don't. Okay. Um, but then they're like, I gave you that money. Don't you remember? I gave uh, you that money. Okay. Like it, it's always to make you question yourself. It always goes back to questioning like reality. Got it. They throw in positive reinforcement to confuse you. So sometimes you get just the regular compliment. They'll cut you down and then they'll tell you how valuable you are. Like it's always to keep you off kilter and to wonder what one you're going to get next. Wow. Okay. Um, they know confusion weakens people. They project. So if they're constantly accusing you of stealing money or taking drugs or cheating, it's really them projecting their behavior onto you right? and sort of like turning it around. So they're like, you're on the defensive. So you can't co- like, def- you can't go at them. I feel like a lot of cheaters do that. And I mean, cheating is subjective. I think a lot of people have different definitions of what they consider cheating. And that depends on their own relationships and how they define it. But if you and your partner have a clear definition of what you consider cheating, and they're doing that to you. I go with the traditional yeah. <laughs> definition of cheating. You're kicking it old school. I do. I mean, <laughs> if you are having feelings for somebody that are romantic and beyond, right? like you have those feelings for somebody and you act on them, I think that that's cheating. If you have those feelings for somebody and you realize what you could lose if you act on them, that that's okay. Like people have feelings. You have feelings. Right. Um, but acting on those feelings without, you know, being honest with your partner about that is so f- what's cheating to me. So your, your line of cheating is like where it becomes physical. Like action. Got it. Okay. Any kind of action. Right. Like if you're like, let's go to the hotel for the weekend and make love. Uh-huh. Now, if you don't <laughs> <Ew>. do it, <laughs> if, you, uh. if you just make that action to do that, I would consider that on the edge of cheating. Okay. Okay. It's not penis and vagina cheating. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, that's just my, that's just my sexuality. Right. No shade on anybody else's, <laughs> but it, right. it's not that kind of cheating. And I think that there's steps into the middle of the, like if it's a bullseye, sex is right in the middle, but then there's like making dates and some hugging and kissing it. and going for long drives and okay. hanging out. And I think there's walks into the middle. You don't just automatically show up and having sex with somebody. Oh, someday. absolutely. Right. I mean, so a lot of people would, yeah. Anyway, we're sorry. I keep staring you out. <laughs> um, they try to align people against you. So like if they, and, and they try and keep people away, keep you away from other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, this person knows you're useless too. Like, it's like making, like getting you away from other people. What's alienating you from your friends and family. Right. What's another word for that? I don't know. I think alienating you would be... Is that be, the right word? Yeah, I think that's the perfect word. That's okay. the word I would have used. So like keep pushing your family away so that sure. you don't have people to talk to. Sure. Or like dividing you with loved ones. Like, you know, your mom told me that she thinks you're a fucking bitch. And then you're like so hurt that you don't approach your mom and say, right. why did you say this to Ray? Right. And yes. Ray is like, don't talk to her about it. She was so mad at you. She's going to scream at you. Like use your emotions to... But mom would never do... That. Like... I can't believe my mom would actually say that to somebody, but she didn't, you know, you don't know. And until you confront that and that's what the manipulator won't is expecting is that you won't confront it. Right. Fucking Ray. It's always a guy named Ray. (laughs) 
I've known some bad rays. I have only known a good Ray. Have you? I know one Ray, and he is the guy who took me on my first motorcycle ride. Oh, that's really my cute. cousin's husband. I know one Ray, and he's real bad. The worst of the worst. Really? Mm-hmm. Not a ray of sunshine. He, not at all. It was like bad Ray. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what bad Ray did. Okay. Um, they tell you or others that you are crazy. Like they're manipulating you, trying to make you think. So we have a friend who recent, well, not recently, recently got divorced, but has been separated for some time Yes, from somebody who really gaslighted the shit out of her. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great example. Right. So mm-hmm. he just, yeah, he really did a number on her. Maybe like Unfair, a textbook, a, a description of, mm-hmm, of a gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because he was just acting like nothing was wrong. And when everybody was around, it was peaches and cream yeah. and, as somebody who had been gaslighted, I was like, I, you know, I never really had any proof of why I had a, a hinky, but I always kept that guy at an arm's length. Yeah. I love my friend, but I always kept that guy at an arm's length because, you know, while it's a good time when you're around, I just don't. Sure. There's something. Red and, flags. Yes. But, that, but for no reason. For me, no reason. Yeah. You know, though, there's a weird, I think everybody gives off a vibe. Yeah. You know, there are some people. Yeah. Yeah. Always loved her. Always wanted her around. Mm-hmm. Always liked him around. He was a fun time. Sure. But what something goes on was... behind closed doors is really something we have nothing, we yeah. don't know anything about. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that guy's gone. But girlfriend, you know who I'm talking to. Mm. I'm right there with you. I still have that he- that thought in my head like, did I, is it... did I really do that? Uh-huh. Did I do that? That's terrible. That's it's such always... a fucking like that's like a long con in the game like this horrible game of manipulation it's like he it's the long con even long after he's gone Mm -hmm. because in this in the both of these cases you're mentioning they're both gone i mean you don't have to deal with them at all on that level anymore but But it's like the effects of the damage she's still dealing with it very much in the present it's a shame the effects of that kind of damage is like just fucking long lasting yeah right yikes Right. Send him a therapy bill. (laughs) Sure. He'll pay it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then um, lastly, they tell you that everyone else is a liar, Uh, which is, you know, they're just trying to keep you, you know, away from other people. What is the fucking word I'm looking for? Well, anyway, they just want you to push him. So um, the shrink next door, the shrink was a grade A class one gaslighter. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I need to keep listening. I and he really alienated, few. he really alienated this guy from his entire family and he did it with more than one patient. Oh shit. So there's more patients that you hear about, but so circling the train all the way back around is that these are all specifically advertising tactics. They're going to use this stuff so that shapes your reality of what you see a candidate as right. Uh-huh. Our candidate or their candidate they're going to use all of these manipulation tactics. What I want everybody to do is pick a newspaper that you jive with, mm-hmm. a newspaper that you do not jive with, and read both. That way you can keep yourself informed about how everybody is talking about what's going on. Right. Because ultimately it's going to come down to two people, mm-hmm. and you want to know what both sides are saying about it so that you can make a decision not just one side of the story. And I'm talking about like mainstream. I'm not talking fringe nonsense. Right. Now, when 
so when you say so that you can make a decision to now to me, I think we feel may, maybe feel a little bit differently. I, I won't vote for anyone who identifies as a Republican. I just won't no matter who it is. It could be fucking anybody, mm-hmm. you know, anybody who's actually intelligent and considerate and has a decent voting record. And if they're still after the party has changed so fucking radically like it has. And to be fair, both have, mm-hmm. you know, to be fair, but I'm happy to be on this side. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I just wouldn't. So as far as like who my candidate is, like I- I've been putting this, I did a Google spreadsheet that <laughs> yeah. I've been adding to whenever new news comes out about any of the candidates, because I really am still in a position where I'm not sure yet. That's what I'm saying is that if you read a, a little bit more of a conservative paper, right? You're going to see stories about your candidate. That's a good point. From a different lens. It's a great point. Which is important to see from other people's perspective. You may not agree with it, and but but there might be something in that story that you're like to think about. You right. know what I mean? Just a little something to think about. I think right. it's good to get everybody's perspective. Mm-hmm. You can vote Democrat all the way to the bank, man. It doesn't matter. I don't, it doesn't, it's a secret ballot. I don't care what people vote. Right. But I want you to be informed totally. and you can't be informed if you don't know the other side's viewpoint. I, I understand that argument for sure. And you know what? You like, can totally disagree with no, it. Every I single totally thing. I understand that. I disagree with a lot of what I read, but you have to read it. Right. You have to know what they're saying. And then when you're reading something like The Hill, which I recommend as a middle of the road conservative paper. Uh-huh. Or the Wall Street Journal, Journal. which can be a little dry. Mm -hmm. Um, Washington Post is pretty much in the middle. Okay. Um, If you are reading these things, you know who the Republicans to watch are. And then you get to know who the Republicans that you would want running are. Do you know what I mean? You get to know who these people are coming up. Like, everybody knows AOC because she is a hot shit. Uh Uh-huh. And she's but flipping who, everybody on their heads but right now. But who Ugh. is the superstar coming up in the Republican Party? Because there is one. From every party, there's always one. But who is it? Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. So we have to like, you have to know what's coming. We're, I mean, I'm in my 40s. I need to know what's coming right. politically for the rest of my life. Right. I'd like to know. I'm glad that it's going to be Generation X and younger. Yeah. You know what? Um, I'm, I'm sad about the fact that I feel like the democratic party doesn't have our superstar yet. Like, and this of all the elections where we really, really need one. We really, really need one right now. We really do. And I don't feel like, sure. There are, there are people that are capable. There are people that would do a great job. Um, but I still don't feel that we have, I look at, think about 2008 campaign, Obama, Mm-hmm. My God, like what a, that's what we need right now. More than anything in the world. We need a woman of color with a really awesome voting record. Who's okay. a fucking superstar. So that would be, what the hell? That would be AOC, right? Yes. That's who I'm so waiting far. for. But she's too young. Well, but I'm look, trying to look up to see how old she is. She won't be able to run until 2025. So 2025. Right. That's when she Four. will be of age is so, 2025. I've Okay, right. So <laughs> really 2028. Correct. Will be her year. Okay. So politically speaking, okay, because I think that that's probably what the Democratic Party is banking on, hanging on right now. Uh-huh. It will probably be, we'll probably get a Democrat for the next two, then a Republican, then AOC. I think so. 
Yes. Mathematically, I think that'll be well, the way. But it never, it, it hasn't ever swung like all Republican for 10 years or all, I mean, well, not 10, but for all Republican for four uh, presidencies. Election terms, right. right. Mm-hmm. So it like swings back and forth. Right. That's my prediction. Mark okay. it down. Let's write that down. Right <laughs> right. Now. You heard it here, folks. Yeah, I heard it here. Yeah, that's my <laughs> prediction. Okay. But I don't want to have like, it's either Bernie. Bernie's a pretty good option right now, but he's a hundred. I know. Uh, yeah. Bernie's age makes me nervous, but you know what? Bottom line, like if this, if right, if, if it was time for us to vote tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, it, I'm, I'm in a tough position because I, overall, I would love to see a Sanders Warren ticket. And mm-hmm. I've been saying that for a long, long time. Yeah. So if there was a Sanders Warren ticket, I'd be pretty stoked mm-hmm. um, because I love Elizabeth Warren. But, you know, to me, like Bernie has been consistently who he is yeah. since forever, since long before and he was thinking about a political a socialist. We do. We do. And socialism is not a bad word and it is so fucking misunderstood. We um, need a socialist really bad. And either way, like we, we saw how limited Obama was in so many ways. Like mm-hmm. There's no way that Bernie would get elected and it would be all of a sudden the United States is a socialist country. Like it wouldn't work that way. They would wouldn't fucking. Wouldn't be great if it did? It would. Maybe maybe people could get paid like what would be a living wage. Do you know that there's not a single major city in America where people can live in a decent apartment? In a city. In a city yeah. on the minimum wage. Not yeah. a single city in, in America. I am not at all surprised, but it is impossible and to see like the drastic difference between that one percent the way that they're living and the way that everybody else lives dude i was at a i told you i was at a place where i was like walked out of it and i was like yeah i'm gonna make t-shirts that say eat the rich right because this i said if michelle had one tenth of this person's surplus per month right all of high off the hog. All of your problems would be solved. <laughs> right? Isn't that wild? Yeah. Uh huh. If I had, I, I will. We've got a double income, so I won't even take ten percent. I'll just take five. Right. And I'd be living high off the hog. And this is like it's not. We're not who the alt right thinks we are by being the working class. We're not sitting on our asses with our hands out. Right. Like we work harder than anybody that I know. I know. I know. You know what I mean? I People know. like us work our fucking asses off. Yes. We're tired at the end of the day. Yes. You know? Let them eat cake. Fucking That's, they're saying in the White House, they're yeah. just Melania's just oh, let me wear my four thousand dollar coat to go see these refugee children. Not that she would ever see a refugee child. Right. But She'll just wear a coat that says, I don't care on the back. Was it, I don't yeah. care. Was it that, says, no I, one cares. I don't care to you. Was that it? Yeah. yeah. Piece of work. That one. Ugh, okay. So, so that's it. Listen, use your brain and think about what's going on. Don't just believe what they're telling you. Anybody, uh-huh. especially when we have the ability to, read um journalistic writing and you know i was talking to uh pete from delco's wife and she was saying that um hyper local reporting is at an all-time low yeah so i don't know what we can do to sort of like inspire people to go write for your local newspaper i I told her that i kind of want to do it now you should totally do it. especially i just don't know how much of a commitment it would be and you start our own newspaper fucking zine (gasps) pod nasty zine let's do it I might edit that out. 
<laughs> so Trademark that shit. Let's do it. That would be so much fun. Yeah. I bet there would be a lot of interest in Havertown. Especially right now. Yeah. If we could All do like a be- queer Havertown zine. Yeah. Haverqueers. You like it? I do. Mm. I'm into it. That was fantastic. Do you and, have, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, like, I just wanted to throw in, if you are, if you were listening to that and listening to the signs of what gaslighting mm-hmm. looks like and your partner, your, it's like a checklist for things that your partner is doing. Or your friend or your mom. That's right. Can or your anybody. boss. Or your boss. Yeah. Kick him in the dick. <laughs> Kick him in the dick. I was going to wear that shirt, but I... <laughs> Decided to go with the classic. I was going to wear that shirt as well tonight, but then I remembered, like, oh, you have a walkthrough. Like, this is inappropriate. Oh. Nah. So go with the um, labyrinth tea instead. <laughs> Listen. But you're wearing mascara and eyebrows. I did put my eyebrows on. <laughs> it's all fancy if I've got eyebrows on. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is so nice. Yeah. Um, okay, I have a question for you. Okay, what is that? We'll wrap this up. If you could be one age that you've already lived for the rest of time, like eternally you are blank years old, an age you've already lived Mm -hmm. and experienced. What age is that? Do I get to, I mean, am I like still human or am I like a vampire? Will I I eventually die? Can I make money? Like, can I go to work? You're a human. Yeah, of course you can make money and go to work. You're a human. You let's say you have to choose an age. Some fucking wizard comes down and goes, <laughs> "Hey, what age you have to choose right now? What age do you want to go back to? Whatever." Okay, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Yeah. Why? Don't know. I just that's like what's that's a good age. The, yeah, I already had one kid, okay. only. <laughs> and smart, smart. Uh, <laughs> I was getting divorced and getting married. Like it was a it was a good time for me. I mean, good year. it was hard. It was hard because there was a lot of heartbreak too, but I just felt like, I don't know, maybe I'm just feeling like reminiscent to that age. Okay. Trying to think of what was easier. There was a lot easier ages, like 23 was a lot easier. Okay. Because that was just like being poor and single in the city, like a poor single girl in the city. Right. Which is okay too. Yeah. I like that too. Mm -hmm. I bet that would would be fun. I never got to do that. Yeah. Poor single by Mm -hmm. yourself. Yeah. So I bet that would be fun. I'll get to do that when I'm like 42. We- <laughs> Seriously, I'm fucking looking forward to it. <laughs> we had a chair, a love seat, uh-huh. a footlocker, and a television. Oh, and a record player. What more do you need? <laughs> it sounds like you just described my living room. <laughs> <laughs> right now. <laughs> there was three adult women living in that, though. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. When I first moved to Boston, like, I remember the first time that we had oil heat. Have you ever had oil heat? Yeah, there's oil heat here. Okay, so the oil man just pulls up and fills it up, and Uh here's your $500 bill. We were like, what? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And, I mean, in 1997, $500 was like, how much is that that worth now? (laughs) Beep, boop, 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 beep, $1,750. It was a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. We were all like, oh, my God, we have to split this. 27 is your which yeah one? i'd say 27 or 23 i don't know it's a toss-up okay <laughs> 23 was a lot more fun but 27 i'd still have my kid yeah okay i would say 16 i would say 16 because i was like old enough 
to, I had just really found my, the rebellion Mm -hmm. and that's, you're young enough to where you don't really have any real consequences for Uh the dumb shit that you're, I mean, at least you don't think you do. Yeah. So to go back to that, to like that just reckless abandon for responsibility. I never had that. Oh yeah. I never had that. I I, have that now more than any time, but I never had that as a kid. I just miss doing dumb doing really dumb shit and just not even thinking about what the consequences could possibly be. I was 16 when I did shrooms and camped down by the river. It's like, that was just what happened. No, I just fucking tripped my balls off <laughs> without ever considering. I don't know. Any consequences. Yeah. It's just so nice. And my tits were fabulous. <laughs> I never did anything like that when I was a kid. <laughs> so that's it. I would be 16. Oh my. For eternity. Really? Oh yeah. All right. I'll, 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 do, I'll choose 23. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's so that. That's that. Oh my God. It was nice getting it, back. It was nice to get back in the swing of things. That's right. We've got some, I, well, actually, so our little break gave us some time to think about things that we want to talk about coming up. There's so much politics coming up real soon. Yeah, so we're going to get back. I'm going to be keeping that. my finger on the pulse of that. I'm reading everything every day, so I appreciate that. Yeah, you're for the time being until I commit to it. You're reading the whole <laughs> for the both of us. <laughs> All right, I'll do it. Uh, thank you so much for listening and for hanging around. Um, see us on Facebook and Instagram, and that's right. And uh, email us a pod nasty problem if you've got one. Yeah, got Subscribe. a terrible coworker having a fight with your mom about something. Email us about it. Don't say she's a fucking asshole. Right? Yeah got a gaslighter in your life and you want to let us know about it blow them up yeah let us know thanks so much for listening we love you bye